Oh, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Nicole Sheeran joining us now, and uh, Nicole will be getting ready to do some TV work. Baylor, Texas Tech. She was on the road last week, and Nicole, what a uh, great to have you back, by the way, and uh, you got to see what looked like a slog of a game and another really rough week of Baylor reporting turned into an amazing comeback, most amazing comeback in school history. What was that What was that like to um, witness uh, some of that? That was, uh, or all of that, that had to be a, a pretty cool experience. Mosley, it was, I can confidently say hands down, I think the coolest game I have ever covered during my time in sports broadcasting. I mean, you go from, I'm standing there on the sidelines at halftime, feeling, you know, a little depressed about things, a little down about the the outcome of the game so far. And then I guess the Bears heard me because they came out a completely different team second half. I mean, what a game to have a side, you know, a front row seat to. I, I, I'm still talking about it to this day. And I just hope that kind of magic and that kind of second half spark makes its way to McLean this weekend because we got to keep this train rolling, right, Mosley? <laughs> I, uh, I'm with you on that. And uh, Joey McGuire returning to uh, to Waco, first time as head coach. He had become the head coach, but he didn't coach against the Bears that last time they were in town. Um, this has so many storylines. Both teams, two and three. Joey wanted to be the coach at Baylor. Mac decided to go a different direction. I think if Joey was sitting here four and one or five and zero, oh, there might be some grumbling going on. And even at two and three, you know, there's still some grumbling. Hopefully, that quieted the crowd a little bit against the uh, Aranda detractors. But again, a, a poor showing against Tech could bring all of that right back. And um, you know, Joey, with all his ex Baylor staffers is wanting to uh, come in and have a great performance. To me, this is uh, its not the best game, not the best matchup, because there's some other great ones, but it's extremely intriguing for the future Absolutely. of both programs. Absolutely. thats you, I think you described it right, Mosley, in calling it intriguing. It's one of those games where if you follow Baylor, if you follow Joey McGuire, if you followed Aranda, this game is super interesting to those kind of fans and those kind of football people because it's more than just – you know, the football that's playing out on the field. There's the familiar faces. You have Joey McGuire returning to McLean, but for, like you said, the first time actually coaching the Red Raiders in Waco. And, and a lot of, you know, a lot of those questions of, okay, did they make the right choice? Did they go with the right guy? You know, what kind of, what kind of outcome are we going to see out there? And I, I think it's going to be a really fun game. I will say I think I think we've got a pretty even matchup between both squads. And what I think is super interesting, and I noticed it the other day when I was writing some notes down and all that, is against Houston last week, Texas Tech had 21 unanswered points to beat Houston. And Baylor had 29 against UCF. So that showed me that Tech has that dog in them to have that second half spark and, should, you know, play that sort of football. And I think, you know, if they bring that energy to McLean, we can have a very interesting game tomorrow, mostly. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, when you say have that dog in them, you say it with a W in there, okay, with your Georgia Always. ties. 
I know you can't help but bring that up. Nicole Sheeran, Channel 6, uh, with us and uh, uh, does a great job on the Baylor pregame TV. I had Matt Lively, your old pal, on earlier today, Bay Area Television. Yeah, and uh, he's he's in there. He's out there in suits, um, wearing a lot of really nice suits, and then he was going up with the Blue Angels this afternoon. It's Fleet Week in San Francisco. I don't totally understand that, but they call it Fleet Week, and so that some of the air squadrons, the Blue Angels, are doing their thing. And he was going up in what they called the Fat Albert, and he said it was like some kind of like something G's some kind of like zero gravity type deal. Oh my gosh. When he took off. Yeah. Yeah, I hope uh I wow. mean, he's in, Yeah, he's our, in, uh, our boy yeah. Matt Lively's thriving mostly. He truly is. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I've never really worried about him thriving no matter where he is. Uh Never. But, uh, I do like that he still kind of comes to me for kind of help on what he should do on his wardrobe. Uh, even oh, yes. for a guy, he's yeah. all the Mosley input on the wardrobe, of course. Mosley, funny story. I don't know if I'm exposing Lively right now, but yeah. very quick story. So he was at SoFi Stadium covering the 49ers-Rams game, and my mom was there because my parents live in L.A. still. And my mom goes, wow, Matt, like your wardrobe has really changed a lot since you left Waco. And Lively goes, well, yeah, now that – you know, I'm not there. I can actually, like, have, you know, better different clothes and a different wardrobe. And I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He he said it. He blamed it on the weather. He blamed all his uh, golf shirts and all that he wore around here. But, boy, I think his wardrobe budget has gone up. But, uh, oh, I mean, yes, it's, not, sure. it's not Sheeran level. It's not at Nicole Sheeran <laughs> level. Uh, for his wardrobe, but he's doing he's doing okay. I mean, I'm just glad you guys are still doing your thing because Curtis just left us all and just decided to go like be the PR man for some group like a was it Waco ISD? My gosh, he's just he's out there. He's like the mouthpiece. He's a PR man, and I, I is, love PR people. But it. still, I can't believe it. I know, I know. I think about it every day. We miss we miss Kurt, but he's yeah. driving too. In a different way, but he's thriving. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's a man that used to try to uncover all the stuff, and now he's kind of trying to keep it close to the vest. Speaking of that, this Midway situation, Nicole, is strange. They're going out to Temple to play a game. They've had a lot been hanging over them with Shane Anderson um, not being around the team. Now, I don't know. You know, I'm sure you got your ear to the ground. You're trying to kind of find out, like everybody else, what's going on. It was called a non-student personal matter. And, of course, everybody's mind starts racing. Okay, what could this be? What could what could uh, have Shane gotten caught up in all this? But, again, first of all, they're, just, they're, they're still having a tough season. They had a big victory over Hutto recently. But then to throw this on top of it, um, and both Temple's a desperate team as well. One in five overall, zero oh and two. Are you hearing anything? And do you have any sense, Nicole? Like when we may have some sort of closure, or or know which way this thing's going to end up? Because a lot seems to be up in the air here lately. Yeah, mostly it's definitely been, I will say, kind of a weird week, you know, with high school football and just with different things going on and 
And, you know, this is an example. I will say, I mean, everything is really under wraps just in terms of what we know that's happening. We saw that email that was sent out. Like you said, it's a non-student related uh, situation. What we do, I'm going to that game tonight, uh, Midway at Temple, so I'll be there. And, I mean, I'm assuming what we've heard is that, you know, Coach Anderson's not going to be coaching that game tonight. Um, But we don't know what happened. We don't know, you know, is is anything going to happen? When is is he maybe going to return? Kind of, there are a lot of unknowns. And honestly, Mosley, I don't know when we're going to know, you know, because I think there's, there's a lot of things that they're trying to figure out, and there's a lot of questions that obviously are going to be left unanswered. But like you said, this is a Midway team who, you know, they had that spark of victory when they beat Hutto, and it was this big win for them. And then they faced Harker Heights, and they fell in that game. And now, you know, this game against Temple, both of these teams are fighting to stay alive in their district and maybe hope for a postseason spot for one of these guys. But if Temple loses tonight, you know, they're out they're out of the run in terms of that. And if Midway wins tonight, well they're still they're still biting us a bit, a little bit, but I will say everything that's been going on, you know, I don't know what the football players are going through, but I can tell you that it adds one more layer, right? Because they have a lot of questions too, I'm sure. Um, but I know those guys are going to go out there and play the game that they love playing and and just kind of hope to put that in the rearview mirror a little bit tonight. All right, Nicole Sheeran with us, and boy, she, they have a game of the week, and they're always Nicole. A lot of times she's out in the field, but she also is big time in the studio, and so she's kind of got to do it all and be out in the field. Y'all have like probably 10 to 15 cameras out tonight watching all these high school games, getting all the footage. Now, China Spring at Alvarado kind of has my attention i mean there's some other stuff going on you know crawford i'm always keeping an eye on shocking anytime they have a district loss which they had recently but now that china spring at alvarado because i'm told alvarado's got a good quarterback and and uh and does some pretty good things and china spring has gotten bit a couple times this year um how do you see that going and and do you think the cougs are are going to be okay there yeah, Mosley, you exactly said it. Alvarado has has a guy under center, um, and I think it's going to bring some potential issues for the Cougs. I think it's going to test them. But the good thing is that I think China Spring has been tested this season in more ways than maybe they were last year, just in terms of maybe there were some wake-up calls that they needed. Maybe, you know, there were some games where they were able to work out some kinks, kind of figure things out on offense and defense. And and I think this first district matchup is going to determine what the rest of their season looks like. Because Alvarado is, what, 5-1, and one, I think, if I'm correct. And I think this is, you know... It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy for the Cougs, but, you know, cardiac Cougs, that was the baseball team's motto. I think football took that one on, too. And and I just think it's going to be a tough dog fight, if I'll put that in there again. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I think, I think the Cougs are going to be okay. But if you look at their district, there's no easy path in their district. We saw the game against Stephenville last year. That came down to a field goal win. I mean, they're not going to run away with any of these district matchups, but that's what got them to the state championship last year. And I think facing Alvarado tonight, it's going to test them, but they've been tested before. And I think they're ready for a matchup like this. All right. Alvarado, that junior quarterback, Cardia Collier, uh, almost 1,400 yards passing, um, and 93 of 159 
uh, for 16 touchdowns. He also is known to run the ball, leads the team with 438 rushing yards on 65 carries. They got another running back. They got a running back named Demarcus Belton that uh, has my attention a little bit. So uh, all these are good matchups. Uh, only and I know you need to probably get out on the road and get to where you're going. But uh, Nicole at number four, Chilton at five and zero oh, at Bremont. I mean, some of these uh, districts just getting going. Uh, you know, some of these are well into their district schedule. Others just saying, okay, here we go. Here comes district. Um, what about that as we look at one of the smaller classifications and uh, over in 13-2A? Yeah, actually, Mosley, that's our game of the week this week. Um, yes. We're giving Chilton some love because they deserve it. They are a team that continues to dominate each season. I mean, last year they dominated. This year, dominating. I talked to Benny Hewitt earlier uh, earlier this week, and you know, I said, what is it like playing with that kind of target on your back? And he was like, you know, our guys thrive with that target on our back. And this game, you know, it's going to be a fun one because if you look at it purely number-wise, Chilton should win this game. But it's at the home of Bremont. You know, that can, you know, cause some issues a little bit, change things up. And I was looking at the schedule and I was like, guys, this is our game of the week. Because we've been wanting to give Chilton the love they deserve. And I think this is going to be a very fun matchup at a little bit of you know with the smaller guys with the smaller schools but Chilton is a team that people don't talk about all the time but they need to because they're the they're dogs they're dogs mostly and you know what they do on the sideline they have jars of pickle juice that they drink for cramps which I had never seen before and I think that's pretty awesome (laughs) yeah I'm a big pickle guy uh, and and I and there used to be Jason Witten was a big pickle juice guy. That was one of his first endorsements when he was your young Cowboys tied in. the the pickle The pickle is a good way to go. Uh, and I like the yeah. Vlasic. I like a Vlasic pickle, and then I like a I like uh, the bread and butter pickles. I was going uh, to say the bread and butter pickles are hands down take the top for sure. <laughs> yeah, I can tell you went to school in the South uh, if you like a bread and butter pickle. And maybe even a pimento. Will you eat some pimento? Oh, yes. All right. Try that new uh, uh, Chick-fil-A honey uh, pepper pimento sandwich, all right, if you get a chance. I have. I've tried it. I've tried it. All right. And you were pleased? Yeah. It's not nothing wrong with that. In fact, some of these local high schools should put that. I think that would be a good thing to have uh, for a spread. Uh, All right. Well, hey, always... uh, Always fun catching up with you. Please at least wave at us tomorrow as Drake and I will be set up at our beautiful set over there just adjacent to y'all's tent. Okay, we've got, we kind of have the big tent, and then we toss it over to y'all's tent, right? (laughs) Oh, yes. You know I'm going to give you the wave, the smile, all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah, we will. We will welcome that and uh, and and make sure Drake doesn't think you're just waving at him because he generally assumes <laughs> that. All right. Yeah, because uh, like your back is always to me when I walk by, so it's always just Drake's face that I see instead of you. <laughs> my bet, my best <laughs> side. All right. Uh, have fun tonight, and uh, we'll see you out there tomorrow. Thanks, Nicole. Great information. Fun stuff as always. Sounds good. Thanks for having me, Mosley. Oh, you bet. There she goes, Nicole Sheeran, Channel 6.